Welcome to the Rise Resolute Podcast. I'm Gina Meyer. I'm a doctor of physical therapy committed to empowering every woman to live a vibrant, fulfilling, experience-seeking, and healthy life. I'm so excited to bring you this next interview with a runner who is a four-time Olympic trials qualifier for the marathon. She shares some really amazing insight. And one of my favorite pieces of advice she gives is that it's okay to struggle. It's just not okay to give up. I know you'll enjoy. Here's the interview. I'm thrilled to have Becky Spellman on the podcast today. She is a runner. She's a four-time Olympic trials qualifier, and she's a running coach. Um, And I'm so happy to have her with us today. So welcome, Becky. Thank you, Gina. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Um, Well, I'm excited to jump in and hear more about you and your running journey and, you know, some of your insight. But before we do that, will you give a little more background on you and who you are, Becky? Yeah. So um, I've been running since I was 12. I'm 37 now. So it's 25 years of running. Started running in middle school, um, just kind of chasing after my sister. She's 10 months older than I am. So anything she did, I at least gave it a shot. She was generally a lot better at it than me, but (laughs) running kind of worked out um, in my favor. (laughs) So I stuck with it. Um, But yeah, ran at the University of Akron um, in college and then continued running post-collegiately moving toward the marathon um, and started running with Wazell, the brand I currently run with, in 2009. Um, So yeah, that's kind of the running side of it. I also coach. I've been coaching since 2006. I've coached on the Division I level um, in college as well as uh, just like locally for a running store. And uh, now I work more online and primarily with women. Um, and I'm a mom of twins. Yeah. So I have um, my hands in a few pots, but, um, really, you know, enjoy running, love running and love getting to be a part of so many people's journey along the way too. Awesome. Very cool. Um, so the whole aim of the podcast is to sort of talk about the skills that we build as runners um, and as women that we then can use this athlete mindset as we navigate the ups and downs that we all face um, in life. And so mm-hmm. um, what I'd like to hear from you now, Becky, if you could just sort of give us a little bit of background because um, we all face these struggles and these difficulties. So tell us a little bit more about your journey and the things that you've kind of faced and we'll tie that back to um, that athlete mindset and how that helped you to get through. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously life throws us all a bunch of curveballs. If we haven't, if we didn't know that we do now after the past year we've all had, but um, for me, you know, life was, was never really super challenging. I kind of skated through most things, never really felt like a ton of issues until I had kids and dealt with depression and fight, you know, struggling through my marriage because of the, because of the depression and trying to figure it all out. And I finally saw a therapist who kind of looked at me and was like, Becky, you have a toolbox full of tools that you apply to running, but for some reason you refuse to apply these things to your life. And it was like a huge light bulb moment for me where I was just like, Whoa, like, hang on, I'm mentally way more capable of dealing with, you know, struggle type situations than I really once thought I was. Uh, Essentially, I just never realized, I never had to face them. And so, you know, I, once it was actually something I had to like actually get over, I just felt trapped or stuck or whatever word you want to use. Just like, 
I didn't know, I had no clue what to do. (laughs) And it was, it was a very, you know, eye opening moment to realize like, oh, wow. Like she's, you know, my therapist here is right. She, you know, if I can use the same exact skills that I do in running and actually apply them to my marriage, to my parenting and to just like dealing with mental stressors in life, um, or I guess physical stressors too, as they show up in injury and things, you know, outside of running, um, I, I probably have a better chance at dealing with things yes, in a more positive way. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I love this thought process because it reminds us um, that the, the tools that we need, this is so powerful. I love this. The tools we need, many times we already have those tools within us, right? Mm-hmm. We just yep. have to be willing to, to access those tools and to recognize yep. them and to use them. And, and that's all such powerful stuff. So along that line, Becky, um, tell us a little bit. So if you have a bad day, and obviously depression is more than just a bad day, but on your now that you have recovered, and you, you know, if you have a bad day, what mental skills do you draw on that help you get through that day, Becky? Yeah. I mean, I remind myself that, you know, bad days happen. First off, it's not, you're not, uh, try to take the judgment out of it. It's not something to hate on yourself for or to be upset with yourself for. We all have them. We all go through them. Um, you know, some of us, the darkness is darker than others and, and that's okay. It just, it's a very personal process dealing with, you know, the ups and downs or the peaks and valleys of days of life. Um, so I think taking judgment out of it and really just having like a freeing mindset of understanding like it's okay to struggle. It's not okay to give up. Right. Very similar to, you know, mile 17 of the marathon or eight of the half marathon where you, you know, it's okay that I'm working really hard to get through this, this mile, this mile that's exactly the same as the next mile and the one before it, just like days. Um, they might be exactly the same, but this one's harder for whatever reason. And to, you know, just remind myself, like, keep plugging away and it's okay. It's okay to struggle, yeah. but it's not okay to give up. I love that. It's okay to struggle, but it's not okay to give up. And those are awesome words to remember. And I think part of that too is like, it's okay to experience those emotions when we struggle a little bit too. It's okay to experience the emotions, but then mm-hmm. we we can't give up. So we can't give into them, you know? Right. Um, it's okay to be sad, you know, for a moment or a few moments or a day or whatever, but then we we pick ourselves up and we, and we carry on. Um, I yep. think- yeah, I think that's just super powerful. So I, I want to know too, um, because this podcast is also about connecting women and empowering women. I want to know for you and your life, Becky, um, how have you witnessed the power that we as women have to to lift up other women in our lives? Yeah, I mean, Wazelle does a great job of empowering women and they gave me a lot of ideas and a lot of, I'm I'm from a small town. And so honestly, like I didn't think much of it. It didn't, it wasn't something I grew up like, you know, we're all here for each other. You know, I didn't think anything of it. And I started seeing this in, in the running community through Wazelle because that's where my focus was. Not that it doesn't happen in the running community in general, but then I started noticing that, you know, women helping each other out, finding ways you know, for example, on the elite scale to get other women into the Olympic trials by being willing to pace, by being willing to run, um, you know, a full 26 miles with other people to, to watch them reach their goals, to watch them succeed, or just in general, just being out there cheering for the women in your run group and watching them succeed, not only in running, but also in the things they're doing in their lives, you know, excited for them when they find a new position 
in work, excited for them when they you know, begin their family. It's just watching people, um, which social media makes it really easy to do now, watching people just support people and constantly remind them, like, I'm cheering for you. Um, it's so different than I feel like it was maybe 10 years ago when I just, you know, when social media wasn't as prevalent and when I didn't feel like I really had that support group around me, um, as much as I do now. And maybe when I say 10 years ago, I mean 20, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, but yeah, I mean, also when I lived in Akron, I met an incredible group of people. I live in Columbus, Ohio now, but I met an incredible group of people that, um, or a few years older than me, um, and part of the Akron Marathon, Diane Trier and Kathy Harbert, uh, to name a couple of the women who were just like, they really inspired me to reach out to other women and, you know, be a part of their lives because they were just, you know, they, they, we didn't necessarily have a lot in common in terms of professional, uh, life or anything aside from running, but the women, you know, they took me under their wing and they were there to watch me um, you know, succeed in so many ways and to encourage me every step of the way. And I, I think it really taught me like to look for other women who need that too, to give back and to be willing to, um, kind of pass it forward to other people along the way. That's such great stuff. And I think in these times more than ever, our ability to lean on each other and, um, you know, carry the other one if needed one day and then some and then your friend can do that for you in return. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just so, so powerful. And the really just this this ultimate, you know, love that we can have for each other as women and how it can help shape our lives and make us better. I mean, I think mm-hmm. I think it's pretty incredible. I like I want to go back to the idea of you talked about a lot of awesome things, but one that's just kind of <laughs> stuck out for me is, um, you know, when when other women were helping to get women to the Olympic trials for the marathon and that they were willing to pace, um, they were willing to pace another runner. And it just made me think of this metaphor for life, Becky, and the cheesy quote, but it's like such a good quote. It's <laughs> don't walk behind me. I may not lead. Don't walk in front of me. I may not follow. Just walk beside me and be my friend. Um, and that's what it made me think of if we if we're willing to pace other women. In other words, if we're willing to walk beside them wherever they are in their journey, mm-hmm. that can make all the difference, right? Yeah. I mean, I think it's really easy for to find like the things you don't like in someone or you don't want to see someone else succeed because somehow it takes away from your successes. And I think that's something that's kind of ingrained in people at least in my opinion, I've seen a lot of, you know, you don't want to necessarily reach out and help someone when they might outdo you or whatever. Um, you know, I don't know that that's necessarily something that comes naturally to people, but I've seen it happen so many times on the, in running and just watching people. Like, I, I think it's, I think it's absolutely fascinating and very inspiring when people are just willing to, I don't know, like one of my best friends is Anna Weber and she and I have a thousand reasons that like should say we're competitors versus friends. <laughs> uh, you know, we're both, we're both coaches. We, um, we both coach online. Uh, we both live in very close proximity to one another. So we have probably the same pool of people who are looking for a coach. We are both competitive runners for Wazelle with really similar <laughs> times, but you know, I don't, if Anna and, and we've honestly, we've run together, I don't know, a number of times. And it's always been one of us is doing really well and the other one is really suffering. And, but we're always, always encouraging the other person. And it's never felt like a competition. It's always felt like, 
they're there for you. And I don't know that I've always felt that way with women, but when you see women doing it, you notice it. And I think it's so amazing um, watching, you know, women use their, their superpower to help another person find their superpower. Yes. I think it's incredible. Totally. And I mean, I think when we come to the end of our time, all of those achievements that we were striving for when our mindset was not on loving our fellow woman, I think they fall away a little bit. And what really remains mm-hmm. are those connections to one another and the love that we created and that we um, nurtured. And so I think I think in the end, we find that some of that stuff really would fade away and we should just focus on supporting one another in that way. It's hard, though. You know, it can be it, hard. Especially when you're young, though, I think because you don't see it that way. I think the older you get, the more you the relationship side of it all matters right. more and you see You're that right. so much more. Yeah. I, do. I mean, I wish I knew that, yeah. <laughs> you know, 15 years ago or something. Yeah, I wish totally. I, felt I could take a little bit of what I know now and shove it into myself then. Cause I would have been a better person. <laughs> <for sure. laughs> um, I know we totally learned through the seasons of life for sure. And that sort of brings yeah. me to my next question. Um, you know, as a runner or as a person, you can speak to this. Um, do you have one lesson that you feel like you've learned? I know there, we all learn many lessons. I mean, literally every day, but one lesson Becky that you want to share that you've learned that you continually draw on when you're faced with some kind of a difficult situation in life. Yeah, I've said this in other podcasts, so I hate to just repeat myself, but you know, one of the things I think goes such a long way um, is to roll with the punches. Like over some overcoming something can't be like a wish. You have to be willing to adapt, adjust, and deal with the problem or the obstacle in order to overcome it. Um, but you have to be able to hit lows to find highs. So yeah. I think that that's something, um, yeah, that a lesson that I've learned in terms of running. Um, and then I think another lesson that is just to not only give yourself a chance, but give others a chance, you know, that I've, I've met people in my life, especially when I was younger that, you know, right away I kind of balk and I'm like, eh, I don't know, like, don't really know. You know, I make judgments if I'm being honest, hundred percent, just judge other people. And I've learned as I've gotten older and wish I could have instilled this in myself when I was younger, you know, giving other people a chance, you just might find that, you know, there's a whole lot more there than maybe you were willing to see at the beginning. So I think being able to roll the punches and giving yourself and others a chance can are two things that I remind myself often. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's good advice. And I, something you said in there, you said overcoming something can't be a wish. And I really like that because it really calls us to action. You know, mm-hmm. when we're faced with something, we can't just say, oh, I wish this would be over or whatever. Yeah. If we really want to make a change <laughs> or or whatever, we're unhappy in our lives or things aren't going yeah. the way we, the, the, we want them to go. We can't just say, oh, I wish this would change. No, you have to take action. Action yep. is essential. Right. And it doesn't mean you have to it it doesn't need to be overwhelming. Just these small steps. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That can really change things. So, um, okay, I want to hear just a little bit more about um, just to go out to other listeners and and they they might find this interesting and and shift their focus as well. But Becky, are there things that you found are important to prioritize in life as in your running journey and just in general on your journey? So I, I read this question when because you sent me a list of questions that were probable. So when you ask that question, do you mean like 
as a runner, as a coach, or just like in general? I think like, all of the above. You know, you could okay. a- answer it from the perspective of a runner or a coach sure. because I know we have a lot of runners who listen. Um, but yeah. I think it's interesting too to just hear what a strong, vibrant woman, what is what she's emphasizing in her life and, you know, yeah. how that impacts, you know, her ability to be strong and vibrant. Yeah. I mean, so I think um, a wise wise coach of mine once told me you you can have three priorities in life. And after that, you see a fade and what, what, you know, the quality that you're giving to your priorities. So I've kind of always had in the back of my mind, like I have three major priorities and obviously there are many priorities within those to make those priorities an actual priority. Right. But, um, you know, I, I often try to remind myself of that, especially when I'm feeling overwhelmed. Okay. What are my three priorities? Make sure they're taken care of. And my family is one of them. Um, and then running coaching kind of has a slash in it in my mind because I mean, my coaching, my running are extensions of one another. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the, the last one is, is honestly like the, the people who, um, support me. Like I want them to know that I support them back. So I feel like I really, I mean, we all make our families. Um, that's not true. Most of us, many of us make our families our priority, right? That's a very natural thing right. to do, I think, for most people. Um, so you guys all probably get the gist of what that looks like. Coaching and running, you probably get the gist of what that looks like. It takes a lot of time. I spend a lot of time thinking. I spend a lot of time reading. I spend a lot of time reading research. And I spend a lot of time running. So those two things, running and doing other ancillary work. Um, but then as a person, I think... The thing outside of those two that I focus on is is seeing the people who support me and being willing to support them back as well as support other people I see who need support it. I find that to be on a number on a number of levels, I find it to be awesome because one, I find that it makes me happy to know that I'm helping other people. It brings joy in my life and it helps me to have good perspective as well, because I see people struggling or I see people who, you know, have different needs than I do and being and seeing them overcome things is really inspiring to me as well. I think that I've learned over the years too, that when I am trying to be kind and show love to other people, they often send it right back. So I never feel empty in that regard. I feel like so many people support me and I always want to show support to not only them, but others, because I feel like if we can all be doing that, I think that that, I I just feel like it goes a long way in um, personal happiness as well as knowing you're bringing happiness to other people. Yeah, absolutely. I I really prioritize reaching out to, and, and social media makes it really simple to do. I mean, it can be something as simple as a silly emoji, a heart or something. I honestly think there are times when that makes someone happy. So yeah, I I would agree. And I think we lose that sometimes we're so busy and we're focused on our goals and we have all this stuff in Mm -hmm. our life that takes up our attention and we forget the power that we have as human beings to just connect with each other and lift each Mm -hmm. other up. And you're right. It doesn't have to be some crazy gesture, like literally a text or a comment on social or whatever it is that is positive and warm and kind um, can make someone's Mm -hmm. day truly. Yeah. And if I, I really think one of the great things I learned through therapy is to be mindful of others, to like be aware that like my actions can affect them, which it has a ripple effect. It affects me again once I've done it. So knowing, I mean, if you want to look at it from a selfish perspective, like it, all, it comes back too. Yeah. but you know, it's kind of cool to think like if I'm being mindful of everyone else as well as myself, 
we all are taken care of. Yeah, I love that. Your actions have a ripple effect. Um, They're going to come back to you. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, very cool. Well, as we move towards wrapping up, I have a couple quick little rapid questions at the end here just to put a few more positive vibes out there, Becky. So I'm going to move into those. Um, the first one is, um, Becky, name some of the simple things and you already did with, with some of the other things we've talked about here, but name some of the simple things that bring you joy. Oh, <laughs> seeing someone else get really happy. Like Aww. I've, I've been known to like, watch. I don't care for sports much, but for example, I don't know what game this was. It must've had something to do with the playoffs or something, but LeBron James, when he played, I think maybe for the Cavs <laughs> made a shot and I wasn't even watching the TV, but all my friends lost their minds. I started crying because they were so happy. Yeah. <laughs> it just like overwhelmed me with joy. So seeing other people just like, elated there's something about that so whether it be like having run a pr or whatever um i think that brings me a lot of joy i think it also brings me a lot of joy to see um like just people together like you know like a run group together or you know people that you know there's camaraderie there even if i'm not part of it it's awesome i think to see you know people just coming together for various reasons i don't know why and then um yeah, I think I think those two things really bring a, me a lot of happiness. And then just in my like personal life, something that really uh, makes me happy is uh, when my kids like first get up in the morning, they're always really cuddly and excited to see me. And that's always a little simple joy in the day. Yeah, totally. I love that. I know with my littles, with my youngest who are twin eight-year-olds, we have that in common. My one comes down and his hair is all fluffy, you know, and it's just, he's so cute and cuddly at that time. I can relate to that. And your other two as well, which were amazing. Um, seeing others happy and then seeing that camaraderie that we can feel as human beings when we're together. I mean, those two things are amazing as well. Um, okay, so before I get to the last one, if you would like to share how people can find you, if they're interested in your coaching or follow you, I would love that, Becky. Yeah. Um, it, you know, I, on social media, I'm Becky Spell, B-E-C-K-I-S-P-E-L-L. That's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Becky Spellman with an I on Facebook. And uh, SpellmanCoaching.com is my, is my coaching website. Awesome. All right. So I encourage you all to go out there and check out what Becky's doing and follow her. Um, okay. Let's, let's do the last, the last question here. And it's actually a complete the sentence. So okay. um, it's going out to our listeners and it's never forget. Shoot. <laughs> I have like a, a laundry list in my head right now. Um, okay. From a running perspective, never forget your your gels before a marathon terrible life nice i've done that once it was not advisable (laughs) um from and from just a life perspective i think never uh never forget to um i don't know i don't even know i have like so many things running through my head gosh hmm i guess never forget to remember all the people who helped you get where you are Yes, that's a great one. That's right. So so many paved the way before us and it's so true. And along the gel thing, I was trying to open a gel in a race once and ran into a cone and just like eat it. (laughs) Well, not to be terribly morbid, but people running into things is easily, oh, sorry about that. 
people running into things is easily one of the funniest things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that it was really funny to watch me. And I was thankfully running with a as friend who was like, like, get hurt, hurt. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get hurt, hurt. But I did have some rocks in my hand. I was like a little bloody. Oh. And she's a really great runner, the runner I was with. And she's like, get up, Gina. Come on, we're going. And I'm like, but I'm bleeding. She's like, oh, wash it off at the next water station. <laughs> Come on. I love it. <laughs> so, That's awesome. It was awesome. She stuck with me until finally at the in the last few miles. I was like, just please go. Just go. <laughs> so anyway, well, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. I really enjoyed You're it. Thank awesome. you for all these positive vibes and lots of great insight for our runners and our listeners. I really appreciate it, Becky. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And listeners, thanks for coming on this ride to get today. Um, I hope we gave you a little bit of inspiration. I hope that you'll remember um, that when you're really faced with a struggle, those tools you need, as Becky said, they are already inside you. So just take a moment and remember your inner strength and your capabilities. Uh, we believe in you. We believe that we are so much stronger together. Let's lift each other up. Connected. We can rise.